0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Life and Lessons of Me. I'm your host, Jordan. Um, I'm just going to go with that for now, because I think the uh, or me thing is kind of annoying. But anyway, this is kind of a special episode, um, something that I don't necessarily make the main focus of this show, um, just because that doesn't necessarily define who I am or what my message is. But in a way, it does. So as you know, or maybe you don't, I have Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Now, as an adult with Duchenne, this is like pretty new. Um, I mean, it's we're figuring out everything as new adults, um, at least people my age. Um, and I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of people with Duchenne who are in a similar situation to me. Um, you know, we kind of deal with a lot of the same stuff um, in terms of like mental health and that kind of thing. Uh, and I want to focus on mental health uh, more on this show than I was prior, just because it's so important. Excuse me, I have to itch anyway. All right. So, I want to talk about, you know, what I've gone through with Duchenne, and really go in depth with this, and uh, you know, talk about my other Duchenne folks who are struggling and things like that, and hopefully I can help. Um, and my goal is to help not only. Uh, other young adults with Duchenne, um, and everyone with Duchenne, but uh, also parents, which a lot of times are kind of forgotten about. Like, parents' mental health is also important. You know, dealing with Duchenne affects everyone who is, you know, dealing with it. So that in itself is majorly, like, important to realize that, you know, everything that affects you also affects your family and those caregivers and things like that. Um, so it's an interesting perspective that I haven't really gone into as much before, but you know, um, uh, it's hard. It's rough. Like to, to hear that your child is diagnosed with this, like currently not so good. Like, like I, I don't really want to say this because then it gives it power, but it's fatal for now, you know, but Um, there's lots of people who are way older than me with Duchenne too. Like somebody just turned 40, you know, like they, people with Duchenne live a pretty decent life. I mean, so I think the hardest parts with Duchenne are the initial diagnosis, eventually going into a wheelchair and then eventually, you know, needing so much help that it's, it's like really difficult, but I might be at the point where I have to start using like a lift because I'm not like, there are some people I feel comfortable with lifting me and there are some people I don't. Uh, So in order to keep myself from like stressing myself out, um, I think I might have to switch over to that just because that means everyone can do it and it's not like an issue where I'm going to be like nervous with them and want to like find a new aid because they don't exist. Like there are no aids. You know, as an adult with any sort of disease, like, it gets ridiculous. All the red tape and all the crap. You're like, oh, you can't hire your own person until you're 21. Does that make sense? Because, like, what happens to the three years between 18 and 21? I don't know. Nothing. Like, the problem is people with Duchenne typically don't live into their adult life, you know? and But now it's, like, a sure thing that we're going to mostly – I mean – nothing's ever a sure thing, but you'd like to think that, you know, with all the new medications and things that our life expectancy is going to increase, like only increase, like it's not going to decrease. But the thing with Duchenne is everyone with it has unique, you know, issues. Like some people, um, have issues on top of issues on top of issues. And, you know, it's hard because, um, we're dealing with uh, regular life stuff and uh, Duchenne stuff. And it's, I, I don't really know. I have no explanation for you as to why I'm so positive, um, other than the fact that I'm not. Like, so if I'm being honest, I'm probably more negative than people give me credit for, but that's not a good thing. Not a good thing. But I tend to like, think of the worst possible scenarios to ever happen and then like i play them in my head over and over again like obviously that's not good for your mental health but it is what it is but you know it's just like we're trying to navigate the adult scene which is impossible for any young adult like i've been talking to my friends um you know and they're like it's impossible to make friends and i don't know how to do this or that like none of us do so like at least you can find comfort in the fact that like we're all in the same boat in that sense um but the only reason i think i'm positive how i am is live one day at a time like some days suck and i just want to not be here like i want to be on another planet far away like not dealing with this crap like we're like in space where it's zero g and i just you know like um but you gotta live it one day at a time because like Other days are going to be so great. And you're going to be like, life is awesome. And I love it. And other days, it's just like, I hate everything. Like, you know, like, I didn't watch SpongeBob as a kid, but we're all Squidward. Like, Squidward was the adult who's like, I'm so over everything. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm Squidward. SpongeBob, you can go away. Like, that's the annoying college kid next door. It's like, anyway. Um. But I think another thing that I want to talk about is kind of, like, how to, like, see a way out. I mean, for us with Duchenne, we probably all feel kind of stuck. Like, um, our brains are okay, but we're stuck in this, like, this. Like, I don't even know how else to describe it. It's it's prison like. Okay? That's it. Like, imagine laying in your bed and... Waking up and your arm is like hanging down off the bed and your leg is down above your other leg. Like, imagine you're sitting like that. Then you, as a normal person, would, a regular able bodied person, would roll over and your arm would be fine. But no, for me, if I'm stuck in that position, I cannot move at all. Like, at all. No, can't move, you know? And that kind of thing, that's like, I mean, I've gotten used to it, but it's kind of scary. Like, you are stuck. You cannot move. Like, you know, and I have help at night. So, like, they, they come in and roll me over. But before, like, that didn't happen. Like, the nature of this disease is progressive and it sucks. But, you know, you got to live it as it comes. That's what I think is the best way to go. Because, you know, if you're going with the flow, in our case, we literally have to roll with the flow. Get it? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we just have to roll with it you know like stuff happens we gotta roll with the stuff okay and you know some of the stuff might be really bad some of the stuff might be then eh, like but you gotta roll with it you gotta be okay you know feeling bad sometimes and and it's hard because nobody wants to feel bad at all but i think what people get confused on how to like live a good life is to live regardless of if it's good or bad you know if you live enough time, it'll get good. That's what I've noticed. And you know, I've been all around for 20 years and stuff is just starting to happen for me right now. So like the weight is is the problem. Like it's just ridiculous. But um you know, I I want to talk specifically for a second about like how you know parents should be with with uh, people with with their kids like with Duchenne. Like my mom instilled a want for independence in me so i want to be independent i don't want to rely on other people um unfortunately that's not the entire case but um uh, i'm getting my driver's license soon like this stuff is very hard and people just give up because it's so hard to get through to anybody that knows anything um but you just got to be persistent it's like getting a job you got to be persistent and be like hey get back to me like what's going on over here um you know it's kind to be persistent with that like that girl that doesn't like you yet <laughs> You'd be like hey you like me yet nah like it's not the same obviously but like you have to be able and willing to push through all the bs in order to get what you want as a person in my situation who has to deal with you know government red tape and like being disabled means like i'm basically not a city like it's i am but like it's it's ridiculous like the stigma that, like, disabled people are supposed to just sit in, sit in our house and die. Like, just, really? I'm not doing that. That's not how you live life. nuh Like, no. And, I mean, maybe this is just my attitude, but I think a lot of people should try and adopt this attitude where it's like, I can do whatever I set my mind to. And, you know, I, I don't care about all the obstacles. I will smash through the obstacles with a freight train and just, yeah, so... Obviously, it's not that easy to just take a sledgehammer and smash it, but, like, you got to be able to navigate it, and a lot of people just, you know, get discouraged, and, you know, it's difficult, like, but I'm grateful that my mom instilled that want for independence in me, because I don't think, you know, I would be as okay as I am if I didn't have that instilled in me. Like, I have a want to, you know, get out in the world and do things and be you know a pretty regular guy like how i see it is i'm a guy and i'm just stuck in this situation but you know still a guy like just regular dude you know and i I think as soon as we you know accept the fact that duchenne is a part of our lives you know it gets easier i mean it's not easy no but like it gets easier to be okay with the crap you know like I'm not saying the crap doesn't happen anymore. The crap for sure happens like all the time, but you gotta be able to like say, all right, that happened. I'll deal with that as it happens. And then we'll go from there. Right. But like with Duchenne, it's a little bit difficult to do that. Cause it's like, all right, if I'm being lifted and then somebody's going to accidentally like something bad happens, like, you're not, you're not going to be able to react as fast or whatever. But something that I think many people do is overthink. Um, i absolutely overthink like there are times where i'm like is it the chair like because it's like sometimes it's like people tell me how great i am and it's like okay well this is pertaining to girls now it's like okay what's stopping you from like liking me you know nothing like i mean we can just be friends but like it's just hard because it's like there's that then there's like what if your parents are divorced what if this is like you know like I'm not talking about everyone's situation here. I'm talking about my situation. So my parents are divorced, kind of sucky divorce, not good, Um, which is whatever, but it's even more difficult as somebody in a wheelchair because then you need doubles of everything. Like we are going to switch houses and stuff. So that's why I live in my mom's house primarily because it's a hassle. Like going to get in the car, going to go over there, like going to like have another system over there. Like, you know, and, it's nothing against my father at all. But like, I just, I can't live there as easily. I mean, I, it's hard to live here with people that I'm afraid to like do things with. Like, that's another thing. Like, AIDS, like, how do you find them? Like, where, do, you know, it's hard. And I, the weirdest thing in the state of Pennsylvania is, so I'm 18, right? Back two years ago. No, wait, yes, I'm 20. Uh, Two years ago. 18, right? Uh, At that point, we were still in the pediatric system for the AIDS, which, again, why is the legal adult age 18 if they're going to say, actually, you can't do anything until you're 21, which is ridiculous. Like, really? Yeah, I I feel like there are things in this country that absolutely are are 100% true. Then there's things in this country that are completely not true. So, like, I think disabled people are discriminated against not not like in major ways but like where i live it's old right so there's like old buildings that they can't do anything to they're like protected historical buildings they can't make it accessible because they literally you know they would be down i don't know i don't know i'm just making excuses for them but like no i should not like the sidewalks in my town are awful i need to go talk to somebody in the government about that It's so bad. um I live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't have a car personally yet. Uh, so that's difficult too. So, like, and, but like the red tape and all the crap you got to go through and that, like, you got to do this form, then you got to do this form, and then you got to call these people. And then they're going to be like, actually, no, we can't do that. And then you got to call like a billion other people. You know, it's a lot. And I, it gets hard. Like, I will not lie to you, it is not easy. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's a heated topic. That's why I probably used a curse word back then. Like, mm, let's just ignore that. Anyway, um, back to parents. Don't be afraid for your kid necessarily. Like, I mean, yes, it sucks. And yes, you can't really do anything about it. So you have to be okay with not doing anything about it. Like, or not not doing nothing, but, like, do do what you can. Like, figure out, like, the medications and, like, the doctor and, like, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of work. I'm not telling you it's not a lot of work. So, like, my mom is a teacher, right? So I am pretty much independent right now. Like, I have aides that come in, thankfully. But at the same time, it's like, crap, I'm worried this one who's here frequently is going to drop me. So, yeah, you got worries like that. You got, like, why don't girls like me? You got you know, regular stuff, like, regular mental health stuff. Like, people, it's hard for people with anything, you know, with pretty normal circumstances in terms of physical stuff. Like, I mean, there's just, like, no real escape for us with Duchenne because of our circumstances. We're we're trapped, but I don't think we should have that attitude. Like, just because we're trapped doesn't mean we can't do anything, you know? Like, and I don't know, like, maybe it's just, like, what I was raised with, like, the, the thought of independence and, and, like, you know, being self-sufficient as much as possible. I mean, it's hard, again, with Duchenne, because you literally cannot be self-sufficient. Like, but your brain works, okay? So, that's what I'm going to tell you. That's the way out. you got to, you know, accept your physical limitations and, you know, work around them. There are plenty of things that I can list that I've adapted to. Like, people with Duchenne are the most adaptive people on the planet. Like a lot of us dealing with this. I don't think other people could deal with this. No, we are in a unique position to help people, or at least me. Um, I understand a lot of things based on like an able-bodied person's perspective and, you know, a person with Duchenne's perspective, since I have Duchenne. Um, but I don't make it a big deal. Like I, I make it obviously it's a part of my life and obviously it's going to change a lot of things, but you know, so what? I mean, everyone's got to deal with something, right? Like people have regular depression all the time, but like Duchenne, boom, depression, a lot. Like obviously, I mean, normal people, I don't think even think about this stuff, like sitting down in the shower versus standing up in the shower, going to the bathroom, whenever you feel like it, because your body tells you when you have to go to the bathroom, like it's hard, and we we can't drive when we're 16, we have to wait until we're, like, literally starting our career, and, like, all we have is school, like, yay, but, you know, like, it's possible, like, I have a job, I'm in school, online, because it's easier, but, um, I'm getting my license stuff figured out, and uh, let me tell you, that is no easy feat, so, like, it's not for the faint of heart, if you don't want to drive, you don't want to drive, but if you do want to drive, brace yourself, but you can do it, absolutely, like, I'm saying, like, It's hard, but you can get through it. That's my point here. Um, and it's especially hard being a human who wants to be in control. But guess what? We can't. We cannot control anything. Okay. We can't control if the sun's gonna eat us or like a solar flare is gonna destroy Earth and immediately and we won't even know. You know, like that's why you gotta live one day at a time. You don't know what day is gonna be your last. And I just watched the movie Troy and There's a good point. Like it was talking about the gods envying us because, you know, we're mortal, meaning we die. So the point of that was, he said, it's more beautiful if we're doomed, which means we appreciate life because it's not forever, you know? And I think that's a good way to view it. Like it is like, it's really pretty. Like it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of nice. But, like, at the same time, I'm not ready. Nope. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> like, I'll let you know, but I'm not ready yet. I got stuff to do. Like, uh, like that is waiting for that. Like, nope. Mm-mm. So, anyway, you got to focus on what you can control in the moment. Like, you can control mostly, like, not flipping out at your family. And, you know, like, you need a better outlook than that. Like, me, flip out of my family. Not good. I all, I haven't done it in a while, but you know, like, you gotta catch it before it happens, and that's hard. And, like, there's all these things like the steroids that Duchenne kids take, or Duchenne boys or men, whatever you want to call them. But, um, the steroids affect us negatively, but if we didn't have it, it would be way worse in my opinion. Like, I've been on Deflazacort for all my Like, 14 years. I've been on it for 14 years. Some people you know they us with Duchenne we all look different okay so um it is what it is but you know we we can't control certain things like our weight or you know our height or the fact that our legs are too weak to hold us up like you know and and it happens at all different stages in life like me um I went into the chair when I was 14 and I'm 20 now, so I've been in it for six years so That was one of the hardest transitions I've ever done. Like, that was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because it was, all right, I have to admit to myself that walking is too dangerous. Like, think about that. If you're an able-bodied person, you don't think twice about walking. I literally forget how to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Why are people calling me? Ruining my podcast. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Whatever. Anyway adult life is hard, period, like, for everybody, but then you get to, like, oh, you have Duchenne and things like that, like, it gets harder, um, so, yeah, it's tough, and I think a lot of people have trouble with this, and, like, it's hard to figure this out, it's hard to navigate, piece of shit, computer, Oh, now it's working. Well, I'm going to have to edit this a, little, uh, a lot, but... Mark. So, living with Duchenne is not easy, but nothing worth doing is easy, okay? Just being alive in general. Some people have trouble, like, like just figuring out what they are supposed to do in life. And... I think a lot of us with Duchenne have trouble figuring this out because, you know, if things were different, maybe I would be a plumber. Like, I don't know, you know, like maybe I would be a mechanic because I like cars, but I don't know much about cars. I don't know. Maybe I would be living at school right now. I mean, I was, so you can do it. Like I did. And I know people that still do, but it was difficult for me because the AIDS weren't able to show up as much because I went to a school that was kind of rural-ish, like I went to the University of Delaware. Bad for my mental health. Actually, that was what propelled me to start this podcast was after that. I was like, I have to do something. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I have to find some way to get out of this hole that I'm in. And I decided to make this podcast. And, you know, I was able to, you know, really face my issues as time went on. And, you know, I I got to this point where I was like, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, I mean, it's hard being an adult because your friends are also adults and then they go to college far away and then you don't see them. And like, it's like, you have no friends. Like, I feel like I have no friends, but that's obviously not true because I have a cell phone and while love it or hate it, it adds to the social life. Okay. So yeah. Um, but back to, sorry, I get distracted sometimes. But back to um, not worrying about what you can control. Like As a parent, worry about if your kid is doing normal kid stuff, like your kid with Duchenne is doing normal kid stuff. Don't treat them any differently. That's where I think my mom got it right. And I'm not saying like, this strategy works for everybody, but you should allow your kid, to do as much as possible before they lose it, right? So, like, when I was in second grade, it was hard to ride a bike. I got a dirt bike. I had to hold that thing up. Like, you know, it's still heavy thing. It was a racer dirt bike, electric. So, I mean, it was still a legitimate dirt bike, but, yeah. So, like, adaptive things like that. Like, ride a bike until you can't, and then go to a motorized thing that's like a bike, you know, so you still have that bike sitting, like, I don't know. And I think people act quickly with Duchenne, like, because they're like, all right, you need a wheelchair. You need this, you need this, you need this. Like, and then they do it immediately. Like, I didn't get a wheelchair until I was in seventh grade. And even then I didn't use it until eighth grade. So, you know, but like I said, everyone's different. So my abilities are completely different than like somebody else's abilities. So no matter when you went in the chair, it's still a hard transition. But, you know, like elementary school for me, pretty normal. Like I didn't have any issues until like fifth grade when it got really hard to like, it was just tiring and walking around this far distances. So I went to a scooter, you know, that scooter went 15 miles an hour and I crashed it and yeah, it sucked. But, you know, I, I think doing all those things, like you could stand on the scooter or sit on it and I would stand on it when I could and then sit on it, but you still have to hold yourself up and stuff. So like that works out your strength and stuff like that. So there's a saying, if you can't, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So if you go into a wheelchair early, I mean, maybe there's no other option. But my thoughts on it are wait as long as possible. You know, don't force this disease to move faster, right? Because if you're sitting in a chair all day, you can get out of it, walk to the classroom and stuff, but still like. When I was in middle school, I used a scooter. I would park it outside and walk into class, right? Um, Then I still have to go get back all the way and stuff like that. But the concern is if you stop doing something, it gets harder to do it because your body is adjusting to not doing it. Like, if you're not putting weight on your feet for as long as possible when you can, if you transition early, like, it's not going to be... It's it's gonna make their disease progress faster in my opinion. So I, I think preventative measures are good and like having it just in case is also good. But I think people react poorly. I'm not judging anybody, but how would you react if you were told like when I was diagnosed at six years old? When was this? Uh this is 2022. So is that it? I can do math. It's fine. Um, But yeah, in 2007, they're like, enjoy your time with them. That's it. Like, but now it's like, oh, my time is really long. Like, okay. Um, But it's like, how would you feel like I'm putting myself in parent's shoes right now? How would you feel if you were told that your son was going to die and you just had to deal with it and live one day at a time until they're dead? That's pretty depressing. I would be like, nope, I'm out. Goodbye. Nope. Out. Obviously, I'm glad that didn't happen because I'm not orphaned, but <laughs> um, yeah, it affects everybody differently. And if you don't have a good coping mechanism or like a good way to like, you know, keep up, keep your spirits up, it it's not easy. Like you gotta be religious or something. Cause like like me, I'm Catholic and I think faith in God has really helped me, you know, to get where I am today. And and while I might not be the best Christian or Catholic ever, I certainly believe there's something, you know, so for me, I was a random mutation, right? Meaning totally random. My mom wasn't a carrier, nothing random, like whoopsie genetics messed up, Um, which is also kind of depressing because it's like, I shouldn't have this, like I shouldn't you know, but then then that makes me think like, I have it for a reason. And the reason is because I can handle the pain and suffering that comes with it. You know, I can handle it and channel it into something that helps other people, including myself. Like this podcast is a way for me to vent as well as help anyone who wants to listen. Right. And again, I'll go back and reiterate that everyone's experience with Duchenne is different. Right. Um, So what works for me might not work for you. And yeah, but I'm just here to tell you that you're not alone. There are many of us out there that share my beliefs that we can do anything we put our minds to. As a person, you can do anything you can put your minds in, right? It's all about mindset. In this crazy, whatever this is, life, I guess, mindset is the most important thing. Your mindset is everything sucks, therefore everything sucks, right? But if your mindset is, mostly stuff is good, but bad stuff happens. Like, yeah, that makes it easier. Like if you're like, life is mostly good. Helps. If you're like, life is mostly bad and it sucks and blah, blah, blah. Like doesn't help. And I know that's like easier said than done. Like Jordan, you're talking about changing my entire mindset. Like I've been living like this for like 20 years. How am I supposed to do that? Well, you're looking at me. I have been able to somehow rewrite a little bit. Like, my mindset's still, like, overthinking, and, like, glasses have empty sometimes, but... Oh, my gosh. Pardon me. I am stuffed up, but I'm not really sick. But, anyway. There's also, like, there's lots of things to worry about with somebody with Duchenne and things like that. And, you know, for the people going through it, it's, it's hard to find any sort of comfort, okay? Because... the nature of this disease is just awful. And uh, my friend Elijah Stacey out here in California, far away from me, you know, he is somebody that I've learned a lot from as well. Like he is somebody like me who has Duchenne, who, you know, I'm sure you've heard of him if you're in the Duchenne community, wrote a book, A Small If. And this book isn't just about Duchenne. It's about like how you can reset your mind. You know, like I was reading it the other day. And uh, there's tips and tricks in there on how, you know, he views life and how he views being positive and just living it, you know? And uh, I think people want, people need to like have that drive to be better than their circumstances, you know? Like my circumstances do not define me, okay? They affect my life, yeah, but they're not the most important, significant thing to me, right? Like to me, the most important significant thing to me is that I can help, you know, like I've been through all of, like literally anything you can think of, been through it probably. Um, Mostly, like, or if I haven't been through it, I can understand it. And that's because I have Duchenne and I've had to deal with all this other crap, like my parents being divorced and, you know, all that junk. But all I'm saying is you have to be okay with your current circumstances. You can't be like, what if? What if? Because that makes it hard. Because it's like, what if I was this? Or what if I was that? Like, I don't know. Would you be you? I don't know. That's what I think. Like, I wouldn't be me if I didn't have Duchenne. I would be a totally different person. Like, for sure. Like, uh, I probably wouldn't be as understanding. I probably, you know, wouldn't notice what I noticed. Like, I'm very observant. And I think that's from Duchenne Because you have to pay attention to where you're going because, you know, I, I think people should move for me, but I'm a nice guy. So I'll move for them. You know, like, you know, it, it's just stuff like that that you don't think of. Like, can I get in this building? Is there a ramp? Is there this, is there an elevator? Like, you know, um, equipment, super expensive insurance doesn't always cover it because it will be like, do you need it? Like, yeah, you do. Because I have all these fancy buttons on my wheelchair and they don't cover that unless it's like specifically in the prescription from your doctor. So keep in mind, make sure you list all of it and then we will cover it. Uh, like the lift feature, the lift feature is cool because I can get like five, four maybe. Um, so I get a little bit taller and then I can like be taller than people. It's kind of fun. Uh, but you know, it's not something that the insurance company is going to be like, that's medically necessary. Cause it's like, well, can you move in it? okay, sounds good to me, like, gee, thanks, like, quality of life much, you know, like, I I think quality of life stuff is important to live, you know, if your quality of life sucks, why, like, you know what I mean, like, that's why it gets hard, too, because, you know, if you don't have all these features, and, like, all the equipment, and, like, if you're not financially okay, like, being disabled is not cheap. And why would that be? I have no idea. You tell me. But, like, makes no sense. Unless you're a freaking millionaire, like, it's just mind-blowing how little there is, you know, to navigate adult life as a disabled person. Like, I'm, what, expected to work for the government my entire life and get benefits and whatever? Like, well, benefits are good. Uh, I do like the uh, SSI stuff, but I do like it. Um, I don't necessarily want it is my like I want it now because I'm broke but you know eventually if I get a real job doing making like six figures (laughs) making a lot of money more than I am now like where I don't need it as much but then they get you like oh if you're not on SSI we won't give you state you know insurance benefits okay that makes sense so yeah oh and then you can't have more than two thousand dollars in your bank account or they take money away because you are financially okay now. Like really, uh, it's just ridiculous. Like I, I don't know how regular adults do it, let alone like us. Like man, it's been a long, long process. But like, if you have the with the the strength to push through it, it'll benefit you. Like anything, if you have the strength to push through anything. Like like I said before, I want to drive. I wanted to drive when I was 16. They told me I had to wait until I was like 22. Now I'm 20 and I'm getting it done now because I'm like, oh no, I'm sick of this crap. I'm doing it. They're like, you need a job. Okay, got a job. So boom. And then I'm in school and I'm on blind school, so they're more likely to help me pay for the car, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the fact that it took them four freaking years to decide that, and, and maybe it's just me because a lot of people either wait until they're like out of college and getting a real job or just have a job. Like they're like, you need a job. But what if you don't have a car to get to the job? Luckily I have a van already. I'm getting a different car for me to drive. But if I didn't have a van and they told me you need a job, how am I going to get to the job that I need to get a car? If I don't have a car starting off, I can't get a job because you can't get there. And I don't think an online job would count because you don't have to go anywhere. So, yeah, I was like, gotta get a job, gotta be in school, gotta get good grades. Like, fine with me. I'll do what I have to to get a car. Like, I'm not sitting in my house all day by myself going nuts anymore. Okay? And maybe that's just me, but I'm, I'm over it. I'll go to school in, in my house because I like it better, but you know, I'm just done. I'm like, ah, so ridiculous. Like, for me, again, like we're trapped. We're regular people. Like, our minds are fine. That's pretty depressing too. But you can't let it depress you. You gotta be like, my mind is fine. So I need to figure out something to do with it. You know. And I decided to make this podcast. Like, you can decide to be a gamer or a YouTuber or I don't know. Like, you can decide you want to be an engineer, go to college. Um, you can decide you want to be a lawyer. Like, it's People need to stop limiting themselves based on their physical ability. You know, like Daredevil. If you've ever seen Daredevil, my guy is blind. He is a good ass lawyer. I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> and also, he can fight bad guys like a pro. Like, he's a freaking ninja. He's a blind ninja. Like, I heard a story of somebody with no arms learning how to drive and they got their license. Like, I have arms. You know, like you got to focus on what you do have. I have arms. I have a brain that works good. Well, grammar. I have a brain that works well. You know, I'm, I'm not bad looking. (laughs) That's a plus, but you know, it's all about confidence in yourself, right? You are not confident in yourself. It's nothing's going to happen. And it's tough as somebody with Duchenne to have confidence because it's like, oh, well, I see all these fitness accounts on like Instagram and stuff. It's like, Well, I don't look like that. Like, so what? Do you have to look like that? No. Like, can you control how you look? Not really. You know, you you can control, like, your diet and if you drink a lot of water, right? Um, And you can do minimal exercise. Like, I move around as much as I possibly can. Um, But it's tough. Like, mentally, like, I want to lose weight. Oh, wait a second. It's kind of hard. You know, steroid use makes it hard. Like, preferably i would like to get rid of my double chin can't do that like gotta accept it right i'm good looking look straight down the middle you can draw a straight line i am pretty good looking and sorry you. like you know look in the mirror. like you gotta realize like it's not necessarily like literally how you look it's more like what vibe you give off um you know you gotta be as confident as possible like confidence is hard to come by but if you have it in a certain moment you gotta take Take it, like go go get what you want, you know. Um, don't shut yourself down because of Duchenne. Don't do it. Like don't give up. And I think that's the best advice that I can give you. Is literally do not give up. Be adaptable. Don't just shut down when bad things happen. That's why you got to roll with it and be willing to, you know, deal with the bad stuff that happens. Like, and just focus on what you do have what you can do like who you have in your life things like that there are things worth living for you just have to you know notice it right and some people it just gets hard because of the nature of life and the nature of like this disease in particular um you know it's crazy like and and thankfully we're not alone in this like uh, not alone in Duchenne there's lots of guys like me with Duchenne and you know guys who aren't like me who I want to help and want to show that there is a way to do everything you ever want right and yes our physical abilities will limit what we can do but it shouldn't stop us I'm going to drive a car with a joystick just like how I drive my chair it's the same thing and Like, if somebody with no arms can freaking drive, I can freaking drive. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right? Like, there's nothing in life you can't have. I mean, okay, there's some things. But mostly, everything you put your mind to getting, you will get. If you have faith and you just wait. That's what I've noticed. Like, four years, boom, car. Like, not just like that. You have to, like, kind of be proactive and, like, be pushy. But... Yeah. You just got to wait. Like I just made an episode last week about, you know, how important it is to really wait because you don't know, like a year from now, everything could be working out immediately. Like, you don't know two years from now, you don't know six months from now. Like, right. So if you're thinking about like some doing something drastic, like ending your life or something crazy like that, don't because Life is long. Like, go look at the last episode. Life is long for a reason. Like, we're not supposed to figure it out immediately. No way. We're supposed to, like, life is fluid, right? It's like ups and downs, loop the loops all this kind of stuff. It's like a roller coaster. So, I don't think it's good to plan things out and think, like, my life is going to go exactly how I think it will. Because guess what? You can't control that. That's something you can't control you can control like your attitude and your mindset and, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, you just got to be okay with your circumstances and it's not easy, but once you accept it, it kind of gets easier, right? Like I've accepted the fact that my physical abilities are less than, you know, an able-bodied person, but I have not accepted the fact that like mentally some, some people I'm like better off than, which makes no sense to some people like you ever notice that. That people in the worst possible situations are actually pretty positive relative to other people who, you know, don't really have any major issues. That's what I think. People get complacent with life because it's too easy. And they make stuff up that doesn't, or, or like they create problems that weren't there before because life is too good. Like, does that make sense? Kind of. I mean, like, obviously we're dealing with shit that's like very real and very like very difficult but i i think like we're more real than a lot of people we see life for how it is you know it's it's bad but it can be good if you you know have that mindset that it's good you know you gotta focus on what's good and be grateful for things that you have that others don't like even myself compared to like um you know other people disabled people. Like, I am grateful for my circumstances. Like, You know, it's like I said before, earlier in the podcast. If I didn't have this, I don't think I'd be who I am. You know, I don't think I would be who I was supposed to be. Especially with the uh, uh, whoopsie with my genetics. Like, random mutation. Like, why would that happen unless it was for a reason? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing like, only comes from faith. If you were like, if you're somebody that doesn't have faith, that would be pretty sucky. Like, why do I have a random mutation? I don't know. Whoops. And then that would be it. Whoops. Like, no finding purpose in it. No, nothing. I would just be like, I have Duchenne for no reason. Yet. Blah, blah. It's so depressing. Like, I'm not hating on, I'm not trying to judge anybody. If I sound judgmental, it's just because that's what I sound like. But, you know, I just know from my perspective what it's like. And, you know, from my mom's perspective, she's definitely made me who I am today, for sure. And, uh, yeah, like, stuff like that. I'm grateful for that. Um, and uh, just in general, I'm not really sure how to end this because it's it's so big. Um, I know I've been repetitive in this episode, but, you know, just want to make sure I get my point across. Um, so, yeah, don't give up. Stay strong keep rolling with it just go with it that's the easiest way i can do it go with the flow ride the ups ride the downs in between still got to be there don't give up it's hard there's people to talk to you know um therapists are hard to come by right now but you know once you find a good one or if you find a good one or if you don't like if you don't you can come to me like i will help you through it like you know I'm good at that. So I think that's my purpose in life. Once you find that, it gets a lot easier. And you just got to look. And sometimes you only find it from your lowest low. Like I was depressed enough to like literally die. But I didn't. I'm still here. And look at me now. You know, there's, there's a way out. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. You know, you just not there yet. You know, you're not mentally or emotionally prepared for, you know, life yet i I think that's also helpful like dealing with everything like looking inward at yourself and being like this sucks and this sucks and this sucks and then how do we go about making it less sucky you know um that's what i do i look at it from an engineering perspective what's the problem like to find that and name solutions and brainstorm blah 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 but there are ways to find a way out so trust me As a guy with Duchenne, you can do it, and I believe in you, so believe in yourself, and that's going to do it for this episode of Life and Lessons of Me. Thanks for tuning in.